Hello, everybody. Welcome to an all-new episode of All Queued Up, the review podcast tied to streaming services like Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO Max, Disney Plus, etc., etc., etc. I'm your host, Greg Dietz, and with me always is Maya Don Fisher. How's your week been? Uh, not horrible. Uh, by the way, this is our 250th episode. Holy shit. Oh, man, I wish we had something better to do for this. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, Forgive us for not having a celebration or build up to this. Uh, you know, we've both got a lot going on in our lives and a lot on our mm-hmm. plate and just haven't been able to contribute the time that we would like to have done to celebrate this milestone. Right. But that doesn't mean we don't appreciate our listeners whatsoever. Uh, we do appreciate you wholeheartedly, and hopefully, when things settle down for us soon, we can do something more commemorative for our six-year anniversary, which is the first weekend of October. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> but as for me, my week's been decent, I guess. Um, had to get brakes for the car. Uh, we have a CRV. We have a CRV, so it's all-wheel drive, so it has disc brakes on both the front and the back. So we had to get rear uh, brake pads, but one of the calipers was frozen in place, and it had ground into the rotor. So we had to replace the rotor and the caliper along with the brake pads. So that was a nice 200 bucks we had to dish out. Ooh. Well, it was... Like 188 total, but rounding up, may as well say fucking $200. But, uh, let's see, what else? Uh, just been playing a lot of Jedi Survivor. Finished it up. Finished the story of uh, Tuesday morning. And just been doing post-story mop-up stuff. You know, finding every item uh, available in the game. Um, just want a hundred percent it and everything working on trophy stuff. I've got like 40 out of 54 trophies now, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the trophies are pretty funny because where you can characterize the main character, Cal Kestis, where you can customize his character, I rather, uh, one of the trophies is called Roadhouse, which you must equip the mullet hairstyle and do a running drop kick to the face of an enemy to get the Roadhouse trophy. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I got that one yesterday. How was, was how was uh how's blaster style? I've seen people like talk about that quite a bit and I've seen it. I've seen like a little bit of gameplay, but how like how does it play? I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it. I prefer to use either a single blade or a dual blade. But you can also use the blaster style, which is where you fight with your lightsaber one-handed and blaster in the other. Yeah. And if you don't have shots and if you're doing a melee combo, you will pistol whip with your offhand, um, which is amusing. But the the blade itself is very limited. But as you get more and more force powers, there are cool things you can do, like levitate an enemy in the air, leave them hovering there, and then shoot them with the blaster. 
Uh, you do that like 20 times and you get a trophy that's called Get Down From There. Uh, <laughs> I got that yesterday. <laughs> uh, but there's, like I have, I only have three or four lightsaber skills left and I've maxed out all of my skill trees. Uh, there's a survivor skill tree, there's a force skill tree, and there's five lightsaber skill trees for the five different lightsaber stances that you use. And I've maxed out all of them, but the cross blade or the cross guard stance, I only have like two left in it. And the blaster stance, I have like two left in it. Um, but there's, the dual wield stances, you know, nice. Uh, where you have just two blades where you separate your blade and use it. It's all right, but I'm not a big fan of the blaster style. But each one, you know, credit to the developers, uh, each stance has its own sets of moves. Like your inputs for moves in single blade style don't correlate to the same type of moves for the uh, dual wield style or the double bladed style. You know, like... The way you do a drop kick, you can only do it when you have the cross guard stance equipped. You can't do a drop kick any other way. Using the same input, and you're using different types of lightsaber strikes. So it's it's cool the way they did that. And out of the five different stances, you know everybody's going to have one or two that they prefer. Yeah, but uh, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. You know, one of the things I'm working on. Uh, trophies killing all the legendary enemies in the game. I've already completed all the bounty hunters. Um, so I'm working on legendary enemies and things like that. So, you know, it'll be a couple more days and I'll 100% this bitch. <laughs> but yeah, been working on that. Uh, we went to uh, Sean and Sheena's over the weekend. We went over there Sunday for Madison's birthday. Uh, my baby girl turned 16 years old. Um, so we celebrated her birthday uh, over at Sean and Sheena's. And her and her cousin Noel made a cake, um, decorated it. She decorated herself. Uh, I eat like one, maybe two slices of cake a year because of the high egg content. It makes me nauseous. So I don't really enjoy cake. But I will always eat a slice of cake on her birthday. So I had my yearly slice of birthday cake. And it was good. Um, you know. Uh, but uh, we had a dinner of steak nachos. Uh, and a dessert of birthday cake. And just enjoyed good company and conversation. And. Yeah, that's been essentially my past week in a nutshell. Jedi Survivor, family, birthday celebration, new breaks. Yeah. How's your week been? Well, I mean, it's 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 been busy. And obviously work and then dialysis and all that shit. Like, that's been a fucking hassle. Because, uh, you know, we got some news the other day about that whole situation. So the whole point of us doing home dialysis was so that way we could go to Texas, right? Mm-hmm. Transporting the machine and all the equipment, not possible. Just not possible. 
at all at all so one of the big things that we need in order to do dad's dialysis on the go is dialysis, bags of dialysate because of the size of my dad's body he has to use 50 liters of dialysate now didn't you say that's usually like a two-day supply for most people two to three day and he uses the whole thing on one go because it's big as simple as it gets not fat but big like his body is big in general yeah being overweight doesn't help but it is a thing yesterday when we went in the um it's called the pure flow system and it's basically like a bar there's the other to it to then make the dialysate mixture, which is what we'd use to process the blood through his body. Um, it's amazing how much your kidneys do, FYI. Don't yeah. kill your kidneys. It like di- dialysis is a pain in the dick. Um, that being said, uh, When I went in, they said that the the Pierre system was broken. Something was wrong with us. We have to use bags. Now, these would be the exact same bags we use when we're traveling. Each bag is three gallons. We have to use ten. Ten bags or ten gallons? Ten three-gallon bags. Now... It may be hard to visualize it, but each box has two bags in them, and each box is about seven feet or seven feet, seven inches tall. Um, I'd say the width is like a foot and a half to a foot. Like, does that measurement make sense? So, sort of? yeah, yeah. Damn. It takes up a lot of space is my point. We wouldn't be able to take that in the car. The only other way we would be able to do it is like they were talking about how if you're on vacation and you're and you're at a hotel, you can give us the you can give uh, uh, Davida the address of the hotel and they can send all the equipment to there before you get there. But that means everything has to be perfectly fucking scheduled. The other option for doing dialysis on the road, which I think would be better for us anyway, is every. Like, let's say we we want to leave Monday evening, right? Mm-hmm. What we would do is dad would go to dialysis at a clinic. Mm-hmm. They would take off enough for him to not have to do it again for two days. Um, And then on the road Wednesday, we'd have a scheduled location for him to go to for him to do dialysis and then we'd be on the road again. And then when we got to Texas on, on a Friday, let's say, We'd have to find another location in Friday or have a scheduled location in Friday for him to do dialysis. Damn. That's how that's gonna happen. That's that's way more convenient than the other option. It is. It is. I mean, it's just travel and making it to a certain destination at a designated time is difficult enough as it is under normal conditions. <clears throat> oh yeah. Well, this like this this revelation really upset my dad. Like he was just he was all depressed and shit. Like 
and I didn't want him to feel that way, but there's not a whole lot I can do about it. Like I can only make him feel so good, you know, like I mean we we had to go grocery shopping right after. This was this was uh this is Monday. Mm-hmm. Or was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Um yeah, it was yesterday. I had to go grocery shopping after dialysis, so I get out of the grocery store. I have food for me to take home. And I said, you know, I got food for me, dad. Do you want to stop off somewhere and get something for you? He's like, no, I got food at home. And I was like, you know, when I'm feeling a little down or a little depressed, I like to get something, you know, like a treat, like, you know, something that I enjoy. And he was like, if you want to stop at Taco Bell. <laughs> but, um, you know, like, Like one of the reasons they give us those bags to begin with is in case the pure flow system goes down, then you could just use yeah. the bags and that's not a problem. Like the bags are, it's three gallons of pop. So they're kind of heavy and trying to lift them about, you know, six feet high, which is about how tall I am to hook them, to hook one on one end and the other on the other, and then put four mm-hmm. on that same hook. It's like, it's just, it's, it is a pain in the ass. And I'm not going to say that it's not. But the other problem is that because there, you know, it's not a whole lot of dialysate, you have to monitor how much uh, liquid is in the bags going into the prime bag, which is sitting on a warmer above the whole thing. Um, the the issue that comes from that is, uh, um, um, you have to make sure that that bag that's sitting on the warmer stays at the right temperature. So what ended up happening yesterday was. As the liquid that's hanging is going into the prime bag sitting on the warmer, it's going in there not at the same heat temperature. Because you got to keep in mind, all this blood is all, all this liquid is going through my dad's body, it's going through his bloodstream. Yeah, if you're getting fucking cold shit going into your bloodstream, you're gonna be fucking freezing. Yeah, yeah, that's a big shock to your heart. Um, so we, I know, we, I know people who bodybuilders who would take like. A certain amount of their own blood, draw it out, put it in the freezer, and then re-inject it after so long for an adrenaline shock, so they could lift more. Yeah, it's you know, it's a process. It, the whole thing is a process. So, learning that, talking to somebody, because we also talked about on Monday, we were telling them what we plan on doing, which is you know, going to Texas and all this kind of shit. And then one was like, that's going to be tough. And we were like, why is it going to be tough? And she said, well, the big reason that it's going to be tough is because uh, Kaiser, which is our, which is my parent or dad specifically, it's, it's my mom's too, but whatever, doesn't exist in Texas. And it's that that's their primary care provider right now. So we have to do some shopping and seeing which is a good care provider for him in Texas. Then contact them have everything switched over have the same kind of plan so that way he's not paying a fucking huge um uh premium call it premium Premium. not premium it's because it's deductible well at the deductible that's the word thank you you're not paying a huge deductible or or at all and then um uh and then contacting Davida to let them know. Like we have to do all of that fucking rigmarole because Davida is its own company that works with care providers. So 
the positive aspect is that my dad's on Medicare, not Medi-Cal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's on federal, med, you know, medical Me stuff. Me too. So. so in that regard, that's a positive. It's just work, you know. And then on top of that, I'm dealing with my job, which the new guy takes over this week. He takes over tomorrow. So I don't know. And like, apparently he wants to pay under the fucking table. Wait, new guy. Oh, I didn't tell you this. No, you didn't tell me anything. Uh, I want to say it was the last. It was the last weekend of April or the first weekend of May. I don't remember which, but I came into work and Steve goes, "So I got some news for you." And I said, "What's that?" He goes, "I sold the place. I'm going to retire at the end of May." And well, I'm like, "I'm a- interesting." Yeah, I was like, hey, "He's need- he needs to- he's been needing to retire for a long fucking time. He's just stuck well, for the customer's sake alone." Yeah. Yeah, so it's good, but the other end is that the new guy he wants to pay biweekly, so I, you know, it'd be a little bit tougher to manage money. Um, but also, like, I'm I planned on quitting soon, so it's like, how do we deal with that? He wants me to stay until the end of June. I don't think I can. You can stay as long as you're there, but if the move happens before then, tough fucking shit, dude. Oh, hundred percent. I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel bad about it. It's just yeah. like, it's just a little added stress. And I'm like, I don't need this extra stress. Um, but that being said, like it's, so there's that, there's the, also like the aspect of like trying to move, trying to get things done around here. Like I took today off because I was like, I really want to check out the new season of the fall guys, which came out as of recording this two days yeah. ago, as of the episode uploading. Um, and uh, as I'm heading home Monday, he calls and he says, hey, so uh, my wife and I are going to head to Oregon to pick up that uh, RV I was telling you about because um, it needed to be repaired. Remember, I was like, yes, you haven't shut the fuck up about it. And he goes, so uh, will you come in? Uh, you don't have to come in Thursday because the new guy will be here with his girl and Linda. But uh, can you come in on um, on on Wednesday from from eight to noon? I'm like, yeah, sure, I can do that all like kind of irritated because I'm like, man, I was going to take that fucking day off. <laughs> um, and uh, so I go, so I get ready this morning, go in and he's sitting there and I'm like, the fuck? And Linda's like there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on? I thought I was coming to work. So I go into the office and I said, uh, um, I said, what, uh, what's going on? Like, I thought, I thought I was working today. And he was like, no, who told you that? I'm like, you did. You fucking told me that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I didn't say it like that, but I'm just like, what do you mean? <laughs> you said it. Um, and, uh, he goes, uh, Oh, sorry. Jesus Christ. Um, he just looks at me and says, no, uh, uh, I had Judy's the name of his wife because I'd had to take Judy to the hospital last night. I was like, Oh fuck. Is she okay? I'm, I, that's, that's terrible. And he just goes, Oh, she just had one of the worst migraines of her life. She's fine. Okay. Like a worst migraine of your life. Doesn't sound like a just, okay, whatever. Like, I hope she's getting an MRI. Fuck me. <laughs> but, um, so then I just came home and I've been home all, I, you know, doing laundry playing fall guys and but it's like every day 
every single day I wake up, I have to do something. I have to like, I'm, I'm constantly like my, my mom's here all day and she's been working on the house and trying to get things packed. She can only do so much because we're back, but she'll come like, I'll come home and she'll be like, Hey, can you go through this box and see what you want to keep and what you don't want to keep in it? And I'm like, yeah, I'm tired, but I'll do it. So it's been, I realized very quickly that because of work and dialysis class, I have to take a day off and whether dialysis, the, 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 they give a shit or not, I do not care because at the end of the day, um, we are going to get the class done. Yeah. Whether it takes an extra like week because I I'm taking days off. It doesn't matter. I can't do it like this. I'm not built like that. No, you're Granted, round. What's that? You're round. I'm going to punch you. <laughs> I'm round too. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it's just been, it's just been like a constant thing. Like we're it's every day I'm learning something or I'm irritated by fucking somebody, whether it be Steve or, the woman that's teaching us, Susan, like she's the type of teacher that just wants you to listen. She just wants you to listen and kind of quote unquote agree. And it's like, I can't do that. I have to. You have to be able to ask questions to make sure you comprehend. Well, she'll go, she'll go, any questions? I'm like, nope. And then this other woman named Martha comes in and she's been doing it for like 30 something years. And she'll come in and she's fucking fantastic. And she'll go, any questions? And my dad and I are like, yes, we do. Because we're not asking fucking Susan. Martha's fantastic. Like, she cracks off jokes all the time, but she has Why a dry sense of humor. Name? <laughs> uh, I almost didn't catch that. It was pretty good. Um, but yeah, so that's been my life. And on you know, on top of that, trying to keep up on certain shows like. I, I, I was telling this to my dad the other day. I was like, I want to watch Better Call Saul. I want to watch the rest of Succession. I want to watch Barry. I want to watch um, the show Ghosts, the comedy that is a fucking apparently amazing. And I, because he goes, Have you, have you watched any of this yet? I was like, I've seen commercials for Ghosts and I just don't find it appealing. I've seen clips because I, you know, like my parents are watching it or something like that. It's, it looks good. It genuinely looks pretty funny. Like there's been some bits I've seen that I'm like, oh, that's genuinely fucking like I can I can tell that that's funny. Um, I feel like there would be more context to it and find it funny, but uh but regardless, like there's all, all this stuff I wanna I wanna do, but I I just don't have time. So uh I told I told him the other day when I'm in Texas. And we're doing dialysis and, you know, I'm, I'm not working. So I cut all, I'm going to have all this time to catch up on these shows. <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah, all this time. So that's, that's that. Well, you know what? I have stuff to do today. So we're just going to end the podcast. No, I'm joking. Um, I want to go ahead and get uh, these reviews squared away so that we can, uh, I can take care of my other stuff today. Okay. Yeah, because like this week has been. Oh, by the way, just want to make it clear to our audience: we are one hundred percent support of the fucking writer strike. Um, 
they literally just want five percent more. That's all. That's all they're fucking asking for. And these that's all they're are... asking for. And the companies are saying no to five percent. Yep. With record profits. Yep. Fuck them companies. Uh you know what's funny is that there's some companies saying sure, not a problem, but there's others that are saying no. It's the and... major ones that are the holdup. Mm-hmm. Like, so Disney is okay with it. Disney's like, sure, you want an extra 5%, here you go. Uh, unfortunately, because the writers are all under a union, the WGA, um, they they have to get the other companies on board as well, which is why the writer strike is continuing. You want to know a big company that is fucking the writers over so hard right now? Paramount? Nope. Well, I'm sure they are, but not in any significant way. Netflix. Oh, wow. Yeah, like people are like, hey, Netflix, fix this or we're all canceling our fucking subscription. And I'll tell you right now, Maya, we won't review another fucking Netflix show until they do it. Hmm. Like a bunch of fucking productions via Disney, Paramount, Warner Brothers, uh, uh, HBO, Netflix have like... The studios themselves have shut down production until this is solved. Like, uh, um, apparently, um, Stranger Things was filming. They've stopped production in support of the writers. Jesus Christ, some kids are going to be three years older by the time this thing's over with. <laughs> well, it's a good thing it's that like, they... It's a good thing they're doing a time playing time jump. Yes, yeah, yeah, because yeah, they need to age up, but yeah, um, you know, we're just I I want to say that we're in support of it. Like, you got to pay your fucking workers more, straight up. Oh like, yeah, especially if you're one of these studios that is making a ton of fucking money. Which is why I kind of understand why Netflix is being a bitch about it, but also at the same time, like, fuck your CEOs, period. Yeah. Take it five percent out of the CEO's pay. Problem's done. Oh, he can't afford to shift, you know, shift a little bit of extra money to his offshore bank account. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> exactly. Well, on that note, speaking of writers, let's go ahead and talk about episode six of season five of Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah, the test of roast deal. Uh, it opens up with, in, set in 1985, during an act, Midge is mentioning a failed friendship. Then we fast forward to 1990, where the New York Friars Club is roasting Susie Meyerson. The attendees, both publicly and privately, recount Susie's career and attribute her access to a brash personality and inheriting the late Harry Drake's prominent clients. After learning it was producer uh, George Teledano who ruled that staff could never appear on the Gordon Ford show, Susie got him fired and talent booker Mike Carr promoted. Joel discovered that Susie was paying off Frank and Nikki with Midge's earnings. To untangle Midge from their influence, Joel made a shady business deal with the two mobsters. Midge fired Susie after learning her mob ties led to Joel's conviction in uh, the 80s. And I think it was 87 when that happened, or no, anyway. Um, Susie had also booked Midge at specific casinos to pay off her huge gambling debts. 
As the roast concludes, Midge makes a surprise televised appearance, praising Susie in the hopes that they could reunite soon with uh, their uh, traditional tits-up exchange. And brought a little little tear to the eye. Oh, yeah. If it didn't, you're you're soulless. That or you're a ginger. (laughs) Uh, um yeah this episode's awesome this is exactly what i wanted what i talked about last podcast was i wanted some more future stuff i wanted some more like where are they now um you know we know that from what we've gotten in the past five episodes that midge you know starts her huge rise to the top from the gordon ford show we know that they even like alluded to it last season. We don't need to see more of that. What we need to see is the future and them slowly like unraveling that that thread that goes to the past. And that's exactly what the fuck this episode was, and it was perfect. This episode was a hundred percent what I needed and wanted. Yeah, I think this episode was the best episode of the season so far. A thousand percent. I I enjoyed it so much that like it got me back into telling others to watch the show. <laughs> I kept like going like, "Hey, have you watched the show at all?" No, and I'm like, "Let me try to sell it on uh, on to you because I don't know if you need to be like a fan of stand up comedy or things like that to really appreciate the show." I don't think you do, but it, you know, it's, it is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel bad for Susie because she has from the get go tried to protect Midge. She, Absolutely. There was a, there was a comment. I think, I think one of the guys at the table said it because Sean Gunn and Will Sasso in this episode was like, wow, what's up guys? How's it going? Um, but, uh, speaking of the fact, since I saw fucking guardians this weekend, I was like, Hey, Hey bud, what's up? How you doing? How's your brother doing? I just so got water say? fucking everywhere. So what he do you said, say when you asked him those things? He, uh, he called Cosmo a bad dog. I'll have to assume that's something from the movie. It is. It's, it's like it's literally within the first five minutes, which is why I said it out loud. Wanted to go see it, but yeah, there's things going on. It is top five MCU, maybe top ten MCU, maybe. You said top three the other day. I. It's hard to place it because there there are like a solid fucking 12 movies in the MCU that are a 10 out of 10 for me. So, but it is borderline in my mind, like a perfect movie, but you know, that's, we're not here to talk about that anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I want to see, we got what? Six episodes left this season. Three. Three. Oh my God. This was episode six. There's three episodes left. 
and in fact, twelve episodes. The next episode is called "A House Full of Extremely Lame, Extremely Lame Horses." Uh, episode eight is titled "The Princess and the Plea," and episode nine is to be announced. Though they haven't announced what the title is yet. Oh, that's because it'd be a spoiler. That's probably, why. probably. I, you know, there was. There was a thing I watched a while ago. And it was a comedy that had some drama in it because you can't have nothing without drama. It doesn't exist. Even if it's silly drama like um, two moron brothers, you know, who suddenly have to be brothers. Dumb and dumber. Not dumb and dumber. I'm sorry. They're brothers. Because there's even drama in that movie. You know, you have to have that drama. This show is a dramedy, straight up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and you have to, you have to, not, not only do you have to have that drama, you have to have that, you have to have that drama hit a head that feels right. I'm always for sad endings. If your story is a tragedy, you know, yeah, this is not a tragedy. I would hate for this show to be like, hey, it's ending on Midge dying. It's ending on her deathbed. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care if that, like, don't do that. I genuinely don't want to see that. I I might be upset if they straight up, like, kill her. Now, if they jump to the, you know, far future of, like, maybe 2023, and it's an older um, um, Esther. Esther talking about her mother with her kid you know and she had passed away peacefully or something like that or she just you know she died and or she's gone and they're talking about her like you know talking to let's say lucille ball's kid or something to that effect i'm okay with that that'd be fine nobody lives forever but like you were talking about yeah, like oh, they, they make amends and have a plane crash i hate that i genuinely hate that I feel like that's such an unsatisfying ending. That to me would be on par with like waking up and everything's a dream. Yeah. Like I'm not I wouldn't be upset with her dying. I just don't want to see it. No, I get you. Like, I think what would be satisfying and touching is Susie passing away and us seeing Midge at Susie's funeral doing a eulogy. That I'd be okay with. I'd probably cry my fucking eyes out, but I'd be okay with it. Knowing the way this show is, the writers are. Because Susie was a, you know, she's a smoker. She's a drinker. Well, both of them are. So, you know. Midge, a little less so than Susie, I feel like. Yeah, she's not chain smoking, but she still does, yeah. Yeah. But, like, even then, I don't need to know how Susie died. 
It's just that she passed away, and Midge and her were best friends. So Midge would give a eulogy at her funeral, and we'd sit at home and cry her fucking eyes out, much like that's that episode where... Uh, oh, what episode was that that they had the funeral? And it was oh, super fucking Jackie. sad. Yeah, that one. Didn't even really know Jackie. And I know that both of us fucking were just like a blubbering mess at the end of the episode, so. But uh, I liked his character. I didn't know that, you know, the actor himself actually passed away right before the season three debut of the show. And that's why they had to write him out and wrote the funeral in there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I enjoyed his character. He was funny. I don't know. I'm just, you know, I think about what what the characters, I guess, deserve and what we deserve as the audience in regarding, you know, the characters moving forward or us seeing, you know, the end of the, the, the end of the road. And I just don't want high tragedy for this show. Know what I mean? Like, <laughs> maybe it's because of my position in life right now. And I, I was like, when uh, the scene came up where um, uh, Midge's parents showed up, what the fuck are their names? Why am I drawing a blank on their names? Abe and Rose. Abe and Rose, thank you. When Abe and Rose showed up at the wedding in Hawaii, and... Uh, uh, it was a very expensive cake. Hilarious. I was super fucking excited that they showed up, right? I was like, yay! But the fact that they looked old as hell, I was like, uh <laughs> Well, it is set, that was set in 73, mm-hmm. so it was 12 years after the predominantly main storyline's been occurring. Right. It just, you know, it's it's those small things that I'm just like, you know, I know that at some point in the timeline they pass away. I, I just don't need to see it. Yeah. Like, I was already fucking crying when Midge said tits up in the video, and I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, I can't tell if it's a heart attack or heartbreak. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, this episode gets an A+. I agree. I thought it was very well executed, very well written. Uh, you know, it answered a lot of questions that we had stemming from this season so far. And of course, you know, it leaves, leaves us with more questions as a good series should and leaves us wanting for more. You know, I'm sad that we've only got three episodes left. I genuinely am. Uh, but yeah, this has been wonderful, uh, a wonderful show, a wonderful ride. And, you know, goddammit, studios, pay your writers to 5% so we can keep getting wonderful shit like this. Yeah. Or garbage that we will review and tell you that it's garbage. Regardless, the writers that, deserve that to be fucking paid. A, a livable that wage. Too. Yep, nobody's getting that 
shit anymore. Nope. Because of our government and lobbying. Anyway, um, well, why don't we go ahead and move on to Star Wars Visions? Do we have to? No way. I hated it. Get the fuck out of town. I didn't like a single episode. What? Yeah. This I might be didn't. one of the first complete fuck. Like, like I mean, we haven't had it in a while. We've oh not had God. a complete total disagreement. May. May 10th. Oh, yeah, it's my mother's birthday. Happy birthday, you cunt. Every, every episode... <laughs> Every episode in season two got an A or an A plus, straight up. Honestly, at best, I would give one a C. Wow, I have at to know best. why. It's just I didn't enjoy it. Here's the thing, you know, with Star Wars, there's so much content out there now. There's something for everyone, mm-hmm. and you don't have to like everything. I enjoy Love, Death, and Robots. But that approach with Star Wars did not work for me at all. Wow. I did not care for a single episode. I found them. I, I guess I'm saying wow because I, I assumed, I was confident you were going to enjoy it. No. So I that's why I'm surprised. I didn't like it at all. I struggled with it. I, I, I couldn't. It was just bad. I think the one that I maybe marginally enjoyed and would give a C to um, was the one with uh, uh, the uh, I'm Your Mother. That one was um, okay. Can you the like fourth episode. Spy dancer so good. I thought that was what the one I'm thinking about. Uh, I oh, no, no, no. Spy dancer. That's the one. Oh, okay. Yeah, the one where she turns out is the mother of the officer. Yeah. Yeah, the I am your mother. The only thing that stood out about that is the cameo by Wedge Antilles, and he was actually voiced by original Wedge Antilles actor Dennis Lawson. You and McGregor's uncle, by the way. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, um, uh, kind of shocked with it because of the creativity and the directions that people can kind of take Star Wars. Like, none of it's canon, and I wouldn't want any of it to be canon. But there are some stories that I want more of. Like, I want more of Spy Dancer. I loved to see that story fleshed out. Um, I really enjoyed all of these episodes. Like, uh, I love the differing animation styles. Um, uh, The animation was horrible on so many. (gasps) I can't with you sometimes. (laughs) I just didn't enjoy it. I, I couldn't stand the animation style on the first one. Uh, the Sith. Uh, I couldn't stand that abstract watercolor style. Uh, oh, I love, I love it for that. Like, oh man, it's very rare. Also, that I'll, I'll, un- I won't enjoy an animation style. 
very rare. Um, the last one that I can remember not liking is fucking Aeon Flux. That's so fucking long ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's been. I mean, I'm not taking away your. I, I'm just. I'm shocked because I assumed you'd have really fucking enjoyed it. I hoped I would, but, but I got to watch it all, and I was like, "Eh, eh, And the more <laughs> I went on, I was just like, "Jesus, this one's 17 minutes long. Oh God, this one's 19 minutes long. Oh, it got to be like I was complaining about how long they were." because I was enjoying it so little. And they're not long. The longest wow. one's like 19 minutes long with credits. And then like three minutes of credits. But I just didn't like any of them. You know, I get there's a touching story about the two girls that are on the planet that's been plundered by the fucking empire. And, you know, they're fighting back just to get water and Eh, the claymation one the look like claymation style what was that one called <laughs> in the stars uh well, there's two claymation ones there's no there's um no that's the one of the uh the little girl with her sister and the like um yeah water treatment plant the, yeah yeah uh no the two the two claymation ones are i'm your mother by um uh same animation that does walls and grummet yeah and, there's um, actually and that then one song little... Well, in the in the stars, song. claymation enough to me. Oh, it might have been actually. Hold on. For some reason, in my mind that was that was like hand drawn. I don't know why. No, it wasn't. You know what's interesting? You know what's interesting about uh, visions, by the way, is um, they uh, the first season was entirely Japanese studios, like animation uh, anime studios. Yeah. But for, for this one, they went worldwide with it. They went to different. Yeah. Now, I've not watched the first season. Maybe I would like it better. I don't fucking know. But no, if you don't like this season, you're not going to like season one. I was actually worried you weren't going to like season one at all and then say, like, I can't watch season two. I didn't like season one at all. So. I yeah, honestly, I, just... I, I can confidently I can confidently tell you, go ahead and skip it if you didn't like season two. Okay. Yeah, I didn't care for season two. I just, I loved it. You know, in in the stars, I would give a C to, um, you know, Sky Dancer. I'd give a C plus max. The rest of them, C minus or a D. <laughs> I'm legitimately watching these, going, "Oh, Maya's gonna love this one. It's super dark and has heavy themes." <laughs> and you're coming, it's just like it's shit. And I'm like, "What the, the hell?" <laughs> I'm not saying it's shit. I'm just saying it's just. I know you're not saying it's shit. I don't. It's not for you. I think that's that's the clear message. It's not for that... me. It's not yeah. for me. I respect what they're trying to do, but to me, it just doesn't hit. It doesn't land. But that's okay. It's like I was telling my brother-in-law this weekend because he's not a big Star Wars fan, but he's one. He was intrigued by the gameplay from Jedi Survivor. He's like, I'd like to try that out. I was like, well, have you played the first one? He's like, there's a first one? I was like, I'm bringing it to you this weekend. 
and I took it over to him so he could borrow it. And if he likes it well enough, he can borrow the second one when I'm done with it. But he's like, I just never got into Star Wars. It's, you know, I'm not into the Space Wizards. And I was like, well, you might not enjoy this game, but, you know, the gameplay may hook you in, the story may hook you in. You never know. You're never going to know until I think you try something out. I think this, you know, this goes back to my whole thing with like Marvel is that people constantly say things like, oh, phase four has been shit. And I'm like, what do you mean phase four has been shit? You didn't like a large majority of the stories than you enjoyed, but you cannot say you didn't enjoy everything or that everything was bad at a phase four. Um, Also, Hey, I don't know how to fucking tell you this, but if you're talking about writing off Marvel or sorry, Marvel Cinematic Universe because you haven't enjoyed everything in this particular phase, then you don't really enjoy superheroes. Because as an avid comic book reader growing up, there are some god awful fucking stories that I read through and then continued to read past it and went, boy, Clone Saga sure was shit, huh? I love the Clone Saga. Um, I did. I'm one of those few people who love the Clone Saga that's and like, the Spider-Man that's, era. That's my point, is that, you know, Goose Wars and I was... What's that? Oh, What's nothing. That? I was just saying I was just saying my I'm own. one of the few people... Hello? Y'all can hear you. Can you hear me? You hear me? Yep. Yep. Okay. No, I was just I saying there's a I was delay. one of the few people... There must be a delay. But I'm one of the few people who enjoyed the Clone Saga and the Spider-Man uh, Saga in the '90s. Yeah, there you know there there are a lot of people that are that do. But you know, for me, I I uh, I just point that out that like in that, and that goes into Star Wars too, and not just Visions, but like everything Star Wars related is that there's there's gonna be types of stories. Where my brother once said, "Oh, I don't like this particular Star Wars story because it's not swashbuckly." I don't like this particular Star Wars thing because it's not what I want from Star Wars. Well, that doesn't mean that Star Wars can't be those other things. They're just not going to be your liking. I yeah. want Star Wars to be a ton of things. I like it to be, you know, I like my swashbuckly Star Wars. I like my uh, military Star Wars. I like my comedy Star Wars. I like my, my heist Star Wars. I enjoy it. Is everything gonna like? I don't like fucking Rise of Skywalker, and I'm not afraid to fucking say it. Um, and there's a ton of people it. that there's a lot of people that'll talk about that they fucking hate Last Jedi. That's fine. You're allowed to not like something from Star Wars. It, it, being a fan of something that has such a huge content, like content pool from it, you're allowed to not like some of it. I remember a friend I was playing Fall Guys with told me that. I don't. I didn't enjoy Miss Marvel. It was hard for me to get into the story of a young fucking Muslim girl in New Jersey going through changes in life. Sure, I get that. I get that that would be tough for some people to watch. But the important part is knowing that the character exists and knowing her power set and her character type. You don't have to watch the whole show. Just know who she is. So that way, when the movie Marvels comes out and it has characters you did enjoy from different things, you're not going to be lost on who their character is. That's that's all. And same could be said about Star Wars. Hey, when that new series of movies comes out with Rey, you're not going to be confused as to who Rey was because you watched the sequel trilogy. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, it's fine to say you don't like a thing from a huge fucking franchise. It's fine. Just don't be a piece of shit about it when you're debating somebody. Like, my big wow on Star Wars Visions was I was confident you were, if I put money down, Maya, that you would have enjoyed it, I'd have lost that money. But I was, I would have put money down. I didn't mean to cost you fictional money. (laughs) (laughs) It was not my intent. Believe me, don't get me wrong. I want to go into enjoying everything Star Wars because Star Wars has been one of my biggest loves, you know, my entire life. I mean, shit. You you familiar with what a Super 8 is? You know, a home movie theater Super 8? Yes. We had one. I had Star Wars on Super 8 at home as a kid before Empire Strikes Back came out. I would watch that shit all the time on Super 8 on a projector screen in our den all the time as a toddler. I remember it as young as three years old watching that. There's just glimpses and images of it, but I've done it. You know, that's how far back I go. Uh, You know, 78, 79 watching that shit. I remember as a kid seeing the holiday special just images of it as a as a kid but i remember the you know i go back i'm 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 old unfortunately um i don't feel it well i feel it but i don't feel it in my mind you know what i'm saying yeah um but my knees but not in my brain yeah but uh you know, unfortunately, I haven't liked everything that they've done. I've had a very, very difficult time getting into the Clone Wars series. Um, I'm not a fan of the prequel trilogy. I love the sequel trilogy. Uh, you know, I, there's something about it that I enjoy from all three movies. I know you're not a fan of Rise of Skywalker. You know, it's, it's, it's fun. Just something about this. The the visions uh, just couldn't get into it. And I'm not saying that it's horribly done. I'm not saying that it's shit. I'm saying it's not for me. Uh, But if you're a fan of Love, Death, and Robots, or if you watched season one of Star Wars Visions and enjoyed it, there's a good chance that you'll enjoy season two of Visions. Oh, I mean, like, I love season one so that's why i was like i'm gonna watch season two let's let's fucking review it but it got a great conversation out of us so you know it's it's for the better um well let's go ahead and wrap it up because i i i I, i'm over time here (laughs) oh okay um but yeah everybody uh thank you so much for listening um we really appreciate you guys being here next week we just have episode eight of the marvelous Avengers season five Seven. Um, oh, sorry. I already wrote my notes. That's why I fucked that up. So, episode seven of Marvelous Dismiss is the last season. Um, and uh, that's it. If we do add anything, all the links for our socials will be listed down below. That's where we'll let you guys know. And again, that's also if we fucking remember to do it. Because um, both of us are terrible about it. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's where you can find what we're reviewing. If we add anything, which there's a chance we might, but don't hold your breath. 
Um, but regardless, go follow all the socials so that way you can keep up with what we're doing. Um, also, down below will be a link to our Teespring store. Uh, summer is right around the corner, um, and you can get some. You can get a tank top or a t-shirt with our logo and our faces on it, and I uh, tell people about the podcast. It'd be you're like a walking billboard that you paid for. Um, boy, that sounds like a terrible, terrible pitch, but you know, hey, if it works, it works. Uh, but yeah, uh, let us know that you bought one of those things. And we'll give you a shout out on the show or on one of the social media accounts. Uh, that's it for my notes. Maya, where can folks find you? You can find me on Facebook under my name, Maya Dawn Fisher. It's a public profile linked to my Twitter and Instagram accounts. So it's your one-stop shop for everything that I'm up to. What about you, Greg? Where can people find you? You can follow me on everything Chub Rock Geek. Um, literally search Chub Rock Geek on any social media account. And you'll find my accounts. I uh, got nothing special going on because I'm too fucking busy with everything else. Uh, but guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I want to make it as crystal clear as I, can, as I can when I say this next part. Fuck the GOP. Um, looks like uh, Mr. Santos is going to be going to jail, which is just fantastic. Um but on top of them, and I cannot stress this enough, fuck the NRA. Uh, good mm-hmm. Lord, fuck the NRA. Especially this last week. Good yeah. God, fuck the NRA. Um, and donate and help where you can, guys. People are hurting out there. There was a, there was a shit ton of tragedies last week because like, there always are in America. Um, you know, some, somebody's, in, somebody's in need of help, of any kind of help. So... Do your best to be the best fucking American you can be. Oh, fuck and if you're that. listening be to the best person, do it in your own be. country too. Just be the best person you can be. In general. Yep. Yep. And uh, we'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. <laughs>